What is up, ladies and gentlemen? The Bulldogs destroyed the Tigers on the weekend. We've moved up to 13th on the ladder, and it is a great week as we head into the bye after bagging back-to-back wins. It's been a great couple of weeks for the Bulldogs. Not so good if you're the Tigers or the Eels, but nonetheless, it is great for not only the Bulldogs fans and members, but the players as well, who look as happy as anything. They're playing as a unit. We've got players in positions that they should be in, and we're going to wrap up what was a dominant performance over the Tigers on Sunday. It all started as every game starts at nil all, because that's just how sport works. But the Bulldogs struck first with a nice little try to take a 6-0 lead. Not necessarily early in the game, but we scored first. Then not long after, Josh Adokar had a bit of a defensive lapse and led in a try. The Tigers made it 6 all, And then we scored again before halftime and we were up 12-6 at halftime. I think I'd say the first half was more dominant than the scoreboard suggested, but as a fan, not wanting to get the hopes up, and, you know, as a Bulldogs fan, you never know if we're going to run away with a win or not. More often than not, we don't run away with a win, and so I was kind of sitting there nervously, but the second half was one to celebrate as we ended up finishing the game 36-12, to and who didn't score a try? Avarillo got a double, Curtis Morin on debut, He only played like 12 minutes, but he managed to score a try. His first NRL uh, try. Shop scored a massive intercept try. Karaz scored. It was just a great day for the Bulldogs. It was a day out at Bankwest in Parramatta. Sorry, it's Combank now, but you get the idea. A big talking point out of the game was Alex Twole from the Tigers. Um, He got hurt in the opening set. Matt Burden accidentally smashed him into the ground and his season is over I'm hearing according to reliable sources um Jeremy Marshall King scored the opening try obviously he's leaving to go to the Dolphins but goodness me isn't he playing some good footy he's in Korea form at the moment and the Dolphins have got an absolute bargain signing him for 200,000 and I don't know if they want him to be starting hooker But he can handle it because he's having an absolutely sensational season this year and scored a much-deserved try on the weekend. Um, As I said, Nofaluma scored uh, due to Josh Adokar's defensive laps. But I'll tell you what, he did have that bad moment. But boy, he had such a good game. And he hasn't been picked for New South Wales again. But he should have been because his game on the weekend... after He's put together such good performances since the original snubbing. Against the Panthers, he had a great game. He then backed it up with the incredible game against Para, where he scored a bunch of tri- He scored a hat-trick against Parramatta. And last night, or not last night, but on the weekend, he didn't score any tries, but he had like 10 tackle breaks, a heap of run meters. He was on fire. So shout-out to Josh Adokar. I'm glad he hasn't like gone away. He's rising to the challenge that Freddie Fittler set him and. He's going, no, you know what? I am a world-class winger, and I'm going to prove to everyone that I am a winger, and hopefully he can snag an Australia jersey because he really does deserve one. He had a great game. Jake Avarillo, as I said, scored a double. He, oh, I, I called it weeks ago on the podcast. I literally called it a month ago that Jake Avarillo should be fullback, and isn't he 
a fine specimen of a fullback. He is killing it. He's got I I had stated that he'd be a bit of a Scotty Drinkwater type fullback, and he's just that. He's got speed, he's got X Factor, but he's got ball playing as well. He's just such a good fullback. People have their doubts around him under the high ball. He hasn't dropped a bomb yet. He's such a good fullback. I love him. Jacob Carraz, what a find he has been for the Bulldogs this season after debuting Tudor players being out because of COVID. Where has he come from? I didn't even know who he was when it was first announced he'd be playing. And now he's one of my favorite players. He is in, He's sensational. He was named on the wing with Shop at center. They swapped around as I suspected they would because they did against the Eels. And boy, isn't he just so good? He scored his third try of his career. He's, uh, he scored last week and he scored this week. I don't remember when the, the other one was. But he's just something special. And then, as I said, Curtis Morin on the... Apologies, I had an interruption there. But as I was saying, Curtis Morin, who ha- whose uncle, Brad Morin, played for the Bulldogs. He's been a Bulldogs fan since he was a kid. Had an absolute dream um, debut. Well, not, I guess not really a dream debut because he did get injured. But he scored a try on debut. He came from 50 metres away running onto the ball to hit that hole. And didn't he hit that hole? He hit that hole harder than I've ever hit one of those machines at time zone where you have to like punch it really hard and get a high score. And I don't know if I hit them that hard, but Curtis Morin definitely hit that hole harder than I hit those machines. It was just so good. It was heartwarming. It brought a tear to my eye. He put the arm up and saluted the crowd. It was insane. There was that Bulldog supporter in the crowd that was just going absolutely berserk. And I'm not talking about the old guy on Channel 9. I'm talking about someone else. But boy, how about the old bloke, the the wizard on Channel 9? If you haven't seen that, go on to the NRL on 9 Instagram and check out that interview with the crazy Bulldogs fan. He is a laugh. Good on him. Um, Aaron Shop, 90 meter intercept try to that's when the game that's when we sealed the game, really. If it wasn't already sealed. Uh yeah, shout out to Aaron Shop. Isn't he something special? I think defensively, especially, he's amazing, but he's even got a bit of attack. He we found he came onto the scene last year and was really solid. And then he from memory at the start of the year he wasn't getting picked, but He's back in the side now, and he's not going anywhere because he's something special. Superman. Shopperman. Superman. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, but that's it. We had 63% of the of possession and completed at 83%. And, like, I don't know what that has to do with anything. I don't know what point I'm trying to prove there, but that's just a bit of statistics for you. But it was just so special. It's just so nice watching the Bulldogs play like this because really this is the Bulldogs we expected. At the start of the year before a ball had been kicked, this is what we expected from our club and I just want to give a huge shout out to everyone that said Trent Barrett wasn't the problem. It's the players missing the tackles. It's not the coach's fault. I'll tell you what, either Mick Potter's actually related to Harry Potter and he's actually magic or Trent Barrett was the problem. Or both. Maybe it's both. Why can't it be both? Shout out to Mick Potter, who isn't my first option, my first choice for coach next year. But if he becomes coach next year, I wouldn't mind it because he has turned the club around in four weeks. His first game, technically his first game as coach because he wasn't really coach. We played the Tigers and we got towed up 
Four weeks later, we towel up the Tigers. And we're score. It's the first time since 2019 that we've won back-to-back. And it's the first time in a long time that we've put together two 30-point games back-to-back. We're playing top eight footy. It's such a shame that we had the start to the season we did. Because if we were playing like this all year, we'd genuinely be top eight contenders. And it's heartbreaking to think that. But hopefully we can just keep playing this style of footy. Scrape into the top 12 even. I'd take that. Technically we're 12th due to buy points. But if we can scrape into the top 12 and then build next year with Kickout coming... And Marnie coming. We are building something special at the club. And it's all off the back of Bulldogs culture. All the young blokes coming through. Karaz, Shop, Burden, who isn't a Bulldogs junior, but isn't he playing like one? The passion that's starting to come out in that man is just so nice to see. He's really becoming a Bulldog. He's buying into the Bulldogs culture. And now he's playing Origin. He's the first Bulldogs Origin player since 2017, when Josh Jackson and David Clemmer were picked in origin. And the last time the Bulldogs 5-8 was picked in origin was Josh Reynolds in 2014. So it has been a long time. He's broken the Bulldogs New South Wales curse, and he's in origin. I cannot wait to watch him run around. And let's quickly, before I wrap up this uh, round 15 review... I just want to have a look at who plays this weekend for the Bulldogs. And it all starts on Thursday night in the under-19s origin game with Paul Alamotti, uh, one of our centers yet to make his NBA, de- NBA debut, goodness me, his NRL debut. He's He played in the trials and got injured. He's something to watch. So keep an eye on him for New South Wales on Thursday night. Um, Brendan Wakeham is playing for Fiji. Uh, Tavita Pango Jr. is playing for Tonga. And Burden for New South Wales, obviously. He's going to go have a run for New South Wales at centre. So there is a couple of Bulldogs to keep your eye on over the weekend, hoping for no injuries and hoping that they can, you know, represent the Bulldogs, represent the blue and white with pride and passion. Thank you for listening to The Dog Dish. I've been your host, Winston Neville, and enjoy the bye week. And I'll be back next week to discuss all things. Sharks. I'll be discussing the Bulldogs vs. Sharks game. Thanks for listening. Bye.